Hello boys and girls, it's Ryan Cullen here and welcome to another episode of Clear and Oblivious and NFL Podcast. Uh, this is a solo one this week because uh, I got a last minute call to fly over to Belfast and do one of my favourite clubs in the world, the Empire. Uh, but that does mean I will be away uh, pretty much nowhere near podcast equipment until fucking the weekend when it'll be too late. So you're just going to have to deal with it. Uh, we had actually stand-up comedian from Ireland, Bob Hennigan, uh, lined up. Uh, he's going to do next week, next episode instead. So please make sure you tune into that as well. Uh, I am recording this on Monday night now. Because of this kind of shift, I have to go off to Belfast in the morning and Manchester, by the way, if anyone's listening, uh, on Wednesday. Um, it does mean that I am recording this just before the Chargers-Denver game. Uh, it is Monday night, 17th of October at 5 past 10. And before anybody thinks about it, because I know a lot of you are like, the last time, the last two times you did a solo episode, you had taken an edible. I'm fucking goddamn basically sober. All right, now, I know you're somebody like, what the fuck do you mean by basically? All right, I'm not answering, but I'm basically sober. Okay. Uh, so I'm looking forward to the Chargers-Denver game. Uh, I don't know who's going to win that. I'm always waiting for Denver because I kept... I, I blabbed my fucking mouth on this podcast and said that the Denver Broncos would win the Super Bowl and then they came out with the offense as bad as the fucking Steelers despite adding nothing but weapons. Uh, they are slowly dropping. Tim Patrick's not there. Javante Williams is down. A couple of others. But... Um, yeah, I'm looking forward to that game. Hopefully, I hope the Denver kind of kick off because that would be an unbelievably good fun game to watch if they do. But if they start just fucking doing checkdowns with Russell Wilson, then I hope Justin Herbert blows them apart. However, ribs he has, however, no matter how many ribs he has fucking left. Uh, I'm going to get to a little bit more NFL news. Uh, like we just actually, if anybody is on the Discord, and by the way, follow the Discord if you want to get involved in the NFL community. Uh, we had a Cardinals fan in there very upset that the Cardinals have just traded for Robbie Anderson. You know, and if you don't know Robbie Anderson, he's the guy that always does one unbelievable touchdown per year. Uh, and then fuck all else, bar causing nothing but fucking havoc. There's a bit of a bad egg in the dressing room, that type of shit. But uh, we're going to get to some of that NFL talk uh, in a little bit. But please, first of all, before we get into all that, it's time for the Clear and Oblivious News. Thursday night football free up another stinker as only a single touchdown was scored for the second week in a row. Amazon have recently paid like $6 billion for the rights of Thursday night football in a business move that has now been described as bad as Cardiff's purchase of Emiliano Sala. Tom Brady yet again lost his temper sidelines, this time aiming his divorced dad energy at his offensive linemen and not a Microsoft Surface. He then went on to lose to a heavily depleted Pittsburgh Steelers team. And in fairness to Giselle, if my husband performed like that, I'd refuse to talk to him too. Magic man Tony Romo predicted the exact score of the Buffalo Bills-Kansas City Chiefs game in the first quarter, leading many people to believe that he is actually from the future. But if that were true, he would have been a much more successful quarterback. Or at least would have worn Dak before all those gruesome injuries. New York City in the house. My God, it's been a long time, probably 2001 since the New York have been so heavily on the map. The New York Giants, the Jets are both exceeding expectations at the exact same time. Will both teams possibly make the playoffs? One promise is that this newscaster will kill himself live on air if they do. 
There's a new Mac Daddy in town is Bailey Zap again, put in an impressive performance to overcome the Cleveland Browns. The Browns added to their superstar team with a 300 million quid sexual assaulter are now sitting at two and four. Insert fart noise here. That's all for this week's Clear and Oblivious News Headlines. Hello guys, why not join our Patreon where you'll get access to the Discord channel where there's a lovely community of people who watch the games together, share memes, even do competitions such as Fantasy Football and Last Man Standing. You'll also get uh, early access to the new episodes and a bonus episode on the Patreon every single week. Become part of the community. We'll see you there. Well, 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 back to me again. Uh, listen, not that not that anything else that you just heard wasn't just me recorded, like, literally 20 minutes ago, but, like, you know, here I am again. Uh, you're going to find this funny, people, uh, unless you do not know what I'm looking for. But, like, as I was saying, I have to do this podcast alone. We have to do, I have to go to the Empire in Belfast tomorrow for the 30th anniversary, by the way. So if you're in Belfast and you happen to hear this tomorrow, come tonight to the Empire in Belfast. It's going to be so much fun. I'm on with Shane Todd, um, Colin Murphy, and I believe Paddy McDonald. So that's going to be an absolute fucking ride. I cannot wait. Uh, and then I am going to Manchester. And the reason why I bring this up is I've been booked for a gig called Comedy for Hot People. Now, I know what you're like, Ryan. Was there a huge error in booking? Well, to be honest, I did one of their so- like their uh, compilation shows during the Fringe Festival. Uh and I remember sitting them everyone down and going like, listen, I remember my opening joke was, uh, this is supposed to be comedy for hot people, and everybody giggled, and I was like, but like as you can tell, uh, I'm quite upset uh, because none of you are fucking hot. And then I remember this, this girl in the front row genuinely looked angry that people didn't find her hot, which was possibly one of the saddest things I've ever fucking heard in my life. But yes, I am doing comedy for hot people. I'll be away then, Thursday and Friday. I will be back in Edinburgh on Saturday if you're around. I will be in the early show on Monkey Barrel. And then I'm doing a gig, um, God, fuck, I don't even remember, Barefoot Comedy Club, and it's also in the general Edinburgh reason. Well, the Edinburgh reason, Edinburgh area. Um, the NFL's fucking, ki- like, I'm not sure, okay, I'm going to get a little bit of NFL chat here. I'm not sure if it's just me, but I feel like there is a lot less touchdowns this year overall than in general. And I feel like if somebody tries to prove me wrong, they'll be like, no, no, here's the actual figures and it's going to blow me out of the water. It's like, this is the most of NFL history. But I just feel like every fucking game now is ending like 2014 or, you know, like three fucking, like, bar a couple of Lions games where it went absolutely off the charts. Um... I just feel like the game average right now is like three touchdowns, four max. Uh, whereas, come on, where's the seven touchdown games? You know, give me the fucking goods, all right? You know, um, I'm a Steelers fan. I can't believe the Pittsburgh Steelers managed to somehow rally themselves to a victory over Tom Brady and the uh, Tampa Bay Buccaneers. Uh, I, I remember putting this in the Discord. It was a little uh, a tweet that I saw. That somebody was just basically calling out Tom Brady, and it's so true that he was sitting there screaming at his linesman, but the man didn't even turn up to training camp, uh, practice camp, doesn't fucking, there's that veteran rest thing, you know, doesn't practice half the days, the veteran rest as well on a Wednesday, then turns up, didn't even travel with the team to the game, he was out all fucking Friday night with Robert, at Robert Kraft's wedding, who Robert Kraft's marrying some, uh, someone way younger, and I'm not talking about Leonardo DiCaprio, you know, being inappropriate, this is like, you know, fucking hell, this guy, this guy, like, couldn't even have kids, 
by the time she was born. That's the the, the age difference that we're looking at here. Uh, Robert Kraft, who is the Patriots owner, um, is a lot of, a lot of weird celebrities turned up. You know, like it was just like oh, you know, Ed, you know, Ed Sheeran was there, and 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 Meek Mill. And uh, is it Meek Mill or is it Meek Mills? If I just sound like a real old man. Oh, it's that JW lad. You know, fuck off. All right. I'm trying my best here. Uh, I always think, like, none of these people are friends with Robert Kraft. Why are they, are, were they paid to come to the wedding? Uh, it's pretty fucking weird. Uh, anyway, uh, we managed to come across it. Anyway, Tom was at that, basically. Tom Brady was at, uh, at that. Fair enough. Patriot and all that there shit. But, like, I mean, I just kind of watched the whole thing and... Like, uh, this person in the tweet was basically saying how he's got no real right to be shouting at people about like things because he's been quite unprofessional. I get it, it's Tom Brady. You, you should be allowed to run and with his dick swinging about who gives a fuck. But, you know, there are rules and regs. You can't start shouting at people when shit goes wrong when uh, you aren't getting like special treatment. And I've just seen on the NFL News website, website has popped up. Uh, the Buccaneers suffered a... Uh, yeah, basically Todd Bowles was saying that Tom Brady does not receive special treatment, but it sure as fuck looks like it. Um, but anyway, we have quite a lot of injuries uh, that has wrecked the... Uh, just the Most recently, there was like note boom, Hollywood Browns out for a couple of weeks. I think Carson Wentz is going to be placed on IR. Uh, I, I'm only talking from a Steelers point of view. There's been injuries left, right and centre. I feel like every time I watch Lev's Red Zone, uh, every two minutes, like basically... It would cut to some stealer like Ryan and Payne and Lion and Payne. I'm just like, oh, can you please fucking stop? All right, just let, we're already down. You know, all I can keep thinking about is that Simpsons thing where he's like, stop, he's already dead. That is so fucking true of the Steelers right now. Uh, basically, the Steelers medical rooms looking like the beaches in Normandy, and I don't mean now, 1945. You know, in case someone's sitting there going like, but the beaches are normally they're lovely. No, I mean in that time and place, legs blown clean off. That type of crap. Um, Kenny Pickett as well. Uh, didn't last long. Kenny Pickett with the life expectancy of a granny for this fucking Tory Christmas. Uh, <laughs> but Kenny Pickett, yeah, he went out with another concussion. Um, the, the, it's good that the concussion thing, by the way, is being used and people are getting reefed out of games, clearly, so that they're not fucking vegetables by the time their kids are 10 years old. But uh, the also thing is, like, it is getting, like, you know, when I'm watching, I'm like, I can just let Kenny go. He's probably all right. Oh, come on, Kenny, you have nothing else to live for. It doesn't really matter what you turn out like at 25 years old. Just fucking get him back in there. But Mitch Trubisky came in, get the job done, and the Steelers beat the Tampa Bay Buccaneers. The big match was the Bills. Bills overcame the Chiefs. That was just the two heavyweights slugging it out. Uh, Bills came out on top this time. And, uh, yeah, I think most people just believe that that's going to be the AFC or uh, just the conference battle, you know, final two. Uh, it would be a good Super Bowl. But like that, I mean, in terms of attacking teams, I feel like that would be the best f fun to watch. Uh, but like Juju Shits, Juju, Juju Shits, Jesus Christ, Juju uh, Smith Schuster uh, has not really clicked as well as I thought he was. I talk a lot of shit in this podcast and pretty much all of it's been wrong. You know what I mean? I had the fancy football thing. I'll tell you about that on the Patreon episode, by the way. If you do it, follow the Patreon. We have fantasy football leagues and stuff like that, even though you're probably too late for this fucking year. Um, but yeah, it's a good place to join. Uh, and you will see how fucking terrible I'm doing in my own fantasy football league. I'm going to have to pretend that I was just doing it so like, I sure, you know, guys, I couldn't win. I can't win my own presence. But really, uh, I really wish that was the fucking case. I'm not going to just play you like a little video, by the way. I've been scrolling on TikTok, you know, uh, and I found this absolutely brilliant video. Uh, this guy has said about Lawrence Taylor. Now, if you know Lawrence Taylor, he's just an old, an old fucking NFL player. 
uh, a beast, as they say, you know, absolute sack king. I'm pretty sure he's right up there at the very top of the, the sack list and stuff like that or pretty close to it. Uh, I'm going to just play this TikTok. I refuse, and before I say it, do not take this as factual. This is a TikTok that I have seen, but like, this guy is so convincing. I hope that all these are actual facts about Lawrence Taylor because if they are, he is my favorite player of all time. I don't want to check because I don't want it not to be true. So in terms of spreading misinformation, this is going to be it. Now, I could read this out myself, but I feel like it's going to be much better hearing from this guy. I'm just going to play the phone up through the microphone and let's just listen to this. I hope this is true. What if I told you Lawrence Taylor was the most reckless athlete on the planet? He has no recollection of getting drafted because he drank 41 cans of Coors Light. He was selected second. At the peak of his powers, he was smoking up to an ounce of crack a day and still cracking skulls on the gridiron. Don't try this at home. He hired prostitutes for opposing teams so they tire out before the game. A next-level savvy veteran move. He spent $1,000 a day on prostitutes with as many as six lucky ladies in 24 hours. Single-handedly keeping the brothels of East Rutherford, New Jersey. Boom. He used to drink strawberry milkshakes laced with penicillin to avoid STDs. He's a medical marvel. He once used his teammates' urine to pass a drug test and still failed. He once arrived late to practice in a pair of handcuffs because a sex worker forgot her keys. Happens to the best of us, brother. The Giants took out a $2 million insurance policy on his life, all while their coaching staff was rocking hoochie daddy shorts on the sideline. Spiral. Despite the city boy behavior, he was still a three-time defensive player of the year, NFL MVP, and Super Bowl champion. Because nothing is impossible. Now, can you tell me, I don't want this to not be, like, I just do not want this to not be real. So much to, like, un, like unload here, right? Because, like, <laughs> like hold on. He, he used to drink strawberry milkshakes laced with penicillin in case he got S, so he wouldn't get STDs. I don't think that's going to work. Like, I am not a medical project. Uh, you'll, you'll finally, if this is your first time listening, you'll slowly, like, realize that I'm a very stupid person and I have no authority on anything. So if you take anything that I say for ser like serious or thing, it it's on you. You're as stupid as me. But I reckon that if I were a doctor right now listening to that video and if someone told me that he drinks strawberry milkshakes laced with penicillin so he doesn't contract, I don't think you could just take penicillin and then presumably not get STDs. I fuck it. Uh, you know what, if, the best thing is if I go into McDonald's and I see someone like rubbing some sort of penicillin or dropping a tablet or two into their like McFlurry, I'll be like, I don't know what you're getting up to there, you dirty devil. Um, another fucking thing in that that I found amazing, a veteran savvy move is to hire prostitutes for the opposing team to tire them out. Is a veteran, it's a savvy move. It's not a veteran savvy move. That sounds like it's a fucking, like, you know, like a veteran savvy move is some sort of shit that Tom Brady would be chatting to you, uh, you know, on the sideline or a couple of fucking tips from someone that's went through it all. I don't think one of the, like, the coaches coming up going, like, the way we're going to win tomorrow, guys, is we're going to get a lot of whores to get over to the fucking Tampa Bay or whoever their opponent is. They're going to fuck the guys all evening. And then by the time they get over here, their fucking dicks are going to be like pepperamis. Their heads are going to be all clouded full of the night before. And we are going to hammer them that way. That's not a veteran savvy move. That is an illegal move beyond belief. And I am all here for it. If that was true, I mean, like, forget about TJ or JJ or the other three time apparently defensive player of the years. You know what I mean? Uh, that is, it's just a thing. It's just amazing. Um, th there was another thing here. Giants took out a two million pound policy on his life. Uh, but like, 
How can you be? How what insurance policy? What insurance company allowed that? Well, if 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 it's true that he drank forty one cans of Coors Light before his draft, that's why he doesn't remember it. Like first of all, who not not even the outrageous number that's clearly been fabricated of drinking forty one cans. You know, like that's it's always sunny fucking Wayne Boggs episode, but forty can one cans of Coors Light. Nobody can even drink two cans of Coors Light because it's fucking pish. Um, they don't sponsor the podcast, so fuck it. Um. He apparently spent a thousand. Do you know as well? If he said it's a veteran savvy move to get prostitutes to tire out that position, why was he also paying a grand a day on prostitutes for himself? Surely he's just. Is that him not. He's not like trying to tire them out. He's just trying to level the fucking playing field. Anyway, put it like this Lawrence Taylor, if you smoke an ounce of crack a day, apparently, uh, and you go in and start fucking hitting three times defensive player of the years, you are my new. You're darling of the fucking podcast. Feeling down in the dumps? Life not going the way you think it should be? You may be a Carolina Panthers fan. There is no cure, just letting you know. Plan ahead accordingly. Get your affairs in order. It's not going to get better. Don't really know why I chose the Carolina Panthers as the real go-to one there, but I just feel like they're going absolutely nowhere. They don't really have a quarterback. They don't seem to have any plans, and it looks like they're going to be fucking trading the old run CMC, so I can't really see how things are going to be looking good for them uh, anytime soon. I'm just going to go for a quick uh, rundown through the NFL News website, uh, read out some of these new these names, uh, these fucking names. Um, but the Titans apparently instead of Nashville agree turns to a new uh, lease and a brand new stadium so let's see what that's going to be like Titans new get a new stadium hopefully it's going to I love how the stadiums these days seem to like completely have jumped you know like uh, I reckon between there's no difference between built stadiums built in like the mid 80s and like 2000s that much like bars are cleaner and a little bit more high tech but I feel like the jump recently has been outrageous with like the SoFi Stadium and the, the like the Raiders one was absolutely insane you know you're watching TikToks of how the fucking stadium works and you're like Jesus Christ no wonder these things cost like five billion so maybe maybe Tennessee's got a good one uh, what else have we got here it's October 17th news with commanders quarterback Carson Wentz place place like facing like four or six weeks out could be placed on IR um it's hard to know how Wentz this is typical Wentz you, you can see flashes of why he should be like a top quarterback and then he absolutely goes and just decides to be himself then for the rest of it and completely fucks it for himself and everyone and uh he is completely seems to be completely ignoring ter- Terry McLaurin I get that Jahan Dotson has been brilliant and Curtis Samuel and people other people are joining up and there's two running backs and and things like that, but I mean, that is some weapon to be just pretty much half avoiding, um, but scary Terry McLaurin will make a comeback. Uh, the Cardinals, speaking of injuries, non, uh, non-surgical non fracture in the foot, uh, Hollywood, Cardinals, Brown is going to miss six weeks. Uh, it's very tragic when you're called Hollywood and you're that average, you know. I know I think I've met that joke, you know, before. Bollywood Brown, I could say Bollywood Brown, but that implies Bollywood's like worse than Hollywood, but it really fucking isn't. Um, Cardinals acquire Robbie Anderson for uh, in a trade. Yep, whatever. Who gives a fuck? Uh, we have the Texans part way with executive VP of football race, football operations Jack Jack Easterby. I feel like I know that name, but what a fucking insanely. Do you, do they reckon that's what's going to turn it around? The executive VP of football operations. Do you reckon that's going to be fucking like take that down? And next thing they. 
like David David Mills, David Mills, who is actually pretty good, isn't going to stop just chucking fucking interceptions to whatever shit receiver uh, that he's got. Uh, I really like that Damian Pierce boy. He um, he's absolutely great. That looks like they've an absolute find in there. The Ravens are not going to hit the panic button after the latest blown lead in Giants lost to the Giants. Yeah, they're blowing leads, at whatever. But I feel like they're a decent enough team. I feel like the only reason they don't have to hit the panic button is that every other team is more shite than them. You know, like the Steelers are fucked. Bengals are getting they're 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 notching up ones, but I don't really think they're a much threat to anyone. And the Cleveland Browns are the Cleveland Browns. Um this is a very good one. Sauce Gardner. I've been seeing a lot of statistics about Sauce Gardner and how much he's smashing this year. He's one of those people that have went completely underneath the radar. But uh after the Giants after the Jets actually beat the, the Packers in an unbelievable game, uh the Jets he he, he don't like a, a cheese head uh on his you know, on his thing, the fucking basically at the upset up thing, he was trying to upset some fans. Um, and Alan Lazar didn't take too fucking kindly to come up and slap the clean off his fucking head. I enjoy it. I mean, in terms of winding up players, that is a pretty good one. You know, like, that's a pretty nice one. You know, so I feel like... Uh, all, I'm all for it. I'm all for the fucking wind-up. Um, Mike McDaniels of the Dolphins will not blame his quarterback injuries for the losing streak because uh, they've had three straight defeats. Uh, he says that is the path of least resistance. Uh, I mean, like, in fairness to the guy, I like the attitude, but really I'm pretty sure you're at the stage where you can actually blame quarterback injuries for derailing your season. That's a pretty much a very fair thing to do. But, um, yeah, fair play to him. But he looks like a little fucking, like, chemistry teacher as well, Mike McDaniel. I'm sorry to go after the guy, right? But just because you wear a pair of aviators doesn't make you fuck cool like you're not Mike Tomlin and that's what it always boils down to you're not Mike Tomlin it's not only planet earth that is dying Thursday night football is also dying and we need your help forget about Greenpeace or those people who are throwing cans of soup at Van Gogh's paintings please go to nfl.com forward slash complaints and beg Roger Goodell to stop looking fucking shite bags that'll bore us all to death Thursday night football we need your help Yeah, that, you know, that was one of the funniest fucking things I've seen all the time. You know, those people, like, chucking fucking cultural vandalism, as they would call it, where the guys were throwing, like, fucking tins of soup at the Mona Lisa. And No, 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 it was at, it was at Van Gogh's thing, anyway, and it was all about, uh, not, it was about oil. So this is how fucking thing is. I was too angry at how stupid the fucking idea was that I forgot what they were fucking, their main thing that they wanted, uh, which was, you know, to make a scene. Uh, and it was with Vincent Van Gogh this time, but it's not the only one that recently. Do you remember someone chucked a, like a a Victoria sponge cake at the Mona Lisa, even though they're behind like glass and all like that? Uh, but it was to raise, it was also like to raise awareness of climate change. Uh, I'll just say that again: someone chucked a Victoria sponge cake at the Mona Lisa to raise awareness of climate change. What the fuck did Vincent Van what did Leonardo fucking Vinci or Vincent Van Gogh have to do with climate or oil? What the fuck is Van Gogh? Is it because is Van Gogh is because there's an oil painting and they're like, oh, that's fucking disgusting, Vincent. No wonder you should. You should I'm glad you shot yourself. Do you know that's the level of fucking nonsense I feel like it is. Like, what did Leonardo da Vinci do that ruined climate change? I suppose he did invent the helicopter. So <laughs>
<laughs> I don't know if it was really He built what looks like a fucking helicopter now. I feel like whoever came along afterwards after that run did a lot of the heavy lifting, so I feel like it's harsh to go, he invented the fucking helicopter. But um, I threw a fucking cake at the Mona Lisa was the first one. You know, famous selling expression, but now she's in tears. I'm so sorry I made that joke. Um, but, you know, I just can't even do the mental gymnastics of why the Mona Lisa, you know. And I remember the time that person went in, they were into the Mona Lisa, the person, they were disguised as this, like a disabled elderly woman, like a woman in a wheelchair, you know. Not to draw attention, just a dude with like a big fucking old woman's wig in a wheelchair, Right, and apparently that was to not draw attention. But then again, it's probably because you wouldn't question old people if they have cake on them. That's my theory. That's my theory of why he did it. Because he was like, you know, if you had a, if, if there's anybody in the world you were like, why did you have a Victoria sponge? You're not going to question. Them. You're not going to go up to like a ninety year old and go, hey lady, what the fuck are you doing with that Battenberg bitch? You know what I mean? That's not going to happen. Whereas if it's a young guy, you know, he's about to pull some shit. You know, just a disabled cake woman rolling by. But the best thing is, you know, it's behind bulletproof glass, like the Mona Lisa. Not just, you know, you know, it wasn't like the person was like, oh, what are we going to get to at the Mona Lisa when he destroyed it? Let's get rid of an AK-47 or a shotgun or a grenade launcher. He goes, no, let's always try the always penetrable Victoria fucking sponge, you know. That's what it is. People are like, how's 2020 going so far? Oh, I someone cream pied the fucking Mona Lisa. <laughs> <laughs> I can't believe I said that. Yeah, don't ever, don't ever remember having a pearl necklace. Uh, yes, but anyway, you know, I just, I can't. You know, we need awareness. <laughs> we need to raise awareness to the polar ice caps melt. And I can't think of anyone who deserved it more than that Da Vinci bastard. Maybe they thought it was DiCaprio. He's like the fucking head of whatever, and he's like, this guy's clearly not doing enough. But anyway, 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 Randy, fetch me a wig and some Battenbergs. We're going to the Sistine Chapel. Anyway, well, my point in that, my point in that weird, uh, nonsensical rant is that is one of the stupidest things I've seen in a long fucking time. You know, that's how, that's basically all I have to say. Uh, that is probably the end of this week's podcast. I am tired. I have to go to fucking Edinburgh. You're going to have a Patreon episode. Please do join the Patreon episode. I'll do that on Thursday. I might even get a guest for that, actually. and might do the old flipperoo where I'm doing the solo here uh, and do the guest on the thing because we've got uh, a lot of fantasy football update to get you on. That's why you should join this Patreon. We have a last man standing competition. Uh, and if you get on on that, the last man standing and nobody won it so it's been reset so if you want then you buy that patreon you get into that discord you say hello to everyone we have a last man standing competition and you win 50 bucks uh, i don't know why i said 50 bucks i have never said the word bucks in my life bar up yours bucks last night when the Steelers fucking beat them or not last night on sunday right so but anyway they're the last man standing we're doing a touchdown last man standing that's a good one to join fuck it imagine if you spend five quid to join the patreon the next thing you've won uh, 50 quid straight off the bat it's 10 patreons in one go but uh thank you very much for listening uh we'll see you later in the week on the patreon episode and if not be here for next week we've got bob hennigan on the show and we're going to talk some nfl see you then <laughs>